And we are officially rolling. Wow. It's, we're living in the future. Oh, hey! Welcome back once again to the Wednesday Morning Surf Report, the podcast that answers uh, tomorrow's questions today. Earth's Mightiest Podcast. I, I feel like every week I'm going to mess up the tagline, um, but uh, I, got, I survived once again. Um, I'm one of your hosts. My name is Rick Larson, and with me, as always, is my other host, Jeff Cardello. Jeff, how's it going? Um, pretty good. There were some pre-show technical difficulties, but I'm happy to report that they have all been solved. All right. That's, that's great. <laughs> we don't have one of those, like, pictures of a, an Indian chief for technical difficulties, but maybe if we were a TV channel... That would a matter. TV channel in 1954. In 54, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's most of my TV references yes. are between like 54 to 62, yeah. maybe. And we'll we'll be doing our spot for uh, Marlboro cigarettes yes. pretty soon. Here. <laughs> the the cigarettes your doctor smokes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we have uh, we have a pretty great guest this week. Um, he's a comedian. He's. Uh, a comedian. <laughs> that, that sums it up. That that does it. Yeah, he's really uh, really good at that though. So, unlike some of us, he's laser focused in on that thing, and and uh, and it's Greg Freiler. Oh. Greg, what's uh, what's something you'd like the world to know about you? Um, let's see. I I don't know what I want the world to know about me. I uh, you're right. I am a comedian. I don't know about the laser focus. Um, <laughs> I'd probably be doing better if I were laser focused. Oh. Uh, but let's see. Uh, yeah, comedian, former teacher. Um, yeah, we'll see what else pops into my head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you may discover something about yourself here tonight. That's, that, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's really what we're, we're all, all about. We're all about self discovery. Oh. Yes. Well, that's not weird. That's Becoming, good. Yeah, that's <laughs> that good. should be our, our tagline the Wednesday morning surf report. Becoming the real you. Okay. Yeah. 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 Three guys in a room with self-discovery. Yep, yeah. <laughs> that's great. It's uh, yeah. It, it, it we do have a nice big window, so people will. Yeah. Um, hopefully, if we're, I don't know what I'm trying to say here. Yeah. We're shy about our true self-discovery. Right. Uh, so. People can people can see us discovering ourselves. Yeah. So you're yeah. saying to keep our pants on yes. in this yes. moment. Yes. Okay. Yeah, if you're shy. Everybody keep your keep your hands on the desk where we can see them, and yeah. we'll get through this. Uh, Being shy about piece. self-discovery that just leaves more to discover. I guess it really does. <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to figure this out. Yeah, most of us we want to maintain an air of mystery about yeah. ourselves. Exactly. So that uh, really enigmas. Yeah. Well, let's have uh, have you pick our question this week and read it to the audience. Oh, God. Oh, it's a scary one. What is the deal with pi? What is the deal with pi? Like 3.14 whatever is after that pi? Or the pi is capitalized. Pi is capitalized. <laughs> yes. P-I-E, though. So if it's capitalized, then that's a proper. Then it must be. We're talking about Pi, Virginia, right? What's oh, the deal, what's the yeah. deal with Pi, Virginia? Is that a city in Virginia? I, yes. Oh, okay. I'm gonna have to have Google that. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> don't worry, we don't fact check anything. Good. So it's Good. the uh, it's the world's largest producer of um, of uh, the plain Manila colored rubber bands. Oh. It's Pi, Virginia. Okay. Um, so, not going to fact check that. Yeah. So Pi, a dessert we've all probably enjoyed at some point. Yeah. 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 At least a couple times in our lives, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have a, Do you have a favorite pie? I'm a, I'm a I'm a fan of the French silk pie. French silk pie. Yeah. Is, yeah. If I'm going to go dessert, I'm not going to go fruit. So. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm a fan of the the. You know who has good French silk pie? Fries. No, fries. I didn't know Fry's that. Grocery oh. Store. Yeah, not Fry's Electronics, but Fry's <laughs> Grocery has amazing French silk pie. I had yeah. no idea. We bought it's, it once because uh-huh. we had nothing else to do, and yeah. we thought we'd go home and do some pie, and it turned out to be amazing. That's great. Yeah. yeah. We did, um, I don't even know if they still have it, because I don't see it very much anymore, but Safeway 
used to have like an amazing garlic salsa. It was so good. I would practically like drink it by the jar. It was but not for such pie. good salsa. No, I didn't ever put it. I on thought pie. that it was going to involve. Hey, I made this salsa pie. Yeah, uh, garlic pie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With a, no- a with a nacho, you could put it crust. on a pizza pie. Yes, that yes. would be a thing. That would be acceptable. Yeah, that would be acceptable. Yeah, I yeah. mean, if I if I'm gonna go on record, I will say banana cream pie. I will say chocolate pie. Mm-hmm. Cream pie is good. Chocolate pie is coconut good. cream pie. Pretty much all of the cream pies, which isn't a French silk pie, of sort of cream. It pie? is a cream I pie. It's it like is. chocolate cream with yeah. some frosting and chocolate shavings on top. It's called a French silk pie because it was named after like one of those movies that comes on Cinemax late at night. Oh yeah, yeah, seems, the softcore. Seems like uh, the it's a very softcore name. It's a, softcore about softcore some hardcore pie. pie. Yeah. Yeah, excellent. Excellent. I wonder who she was. <laughs> lost her name is lost to time. Yes. Time, time immemorial. Um, Village Inn has free pie on Wednesdays. Really? Yeah. Do you have to buy something? You have to buy a drink. Oh, so you can just swing by and get a Diet Coke and a Diet Coke and a hunk of pie. Yeah. Hmm. Sounds like Yeah, I I feel like free things at restaurants aren't as common as they used to be. Because, like, a long time ago, Denny's, you would get a free meal on your birthday. Uh Like, I feel like that that's something that's been phased out. And a lot of in a lot of things, a lot of places it has. I think you can still do a grand slam on your birthday at Denny's, but we'll have to find out. I knew you used to be able to do one of the theater chains here used to do a free movie on your birthday. Yeah, Harkins used to do. Yeah, that. and that got phased out. Yeah, I mean, there's a website. I think you can go online and look for birthday freebies. Mm-hmm. But you know, I was always working, so I never had a chance to go. Yeah, take advantage of it. And my birth, you know, your birthday only falls on a weekend every so many years. So that's true. The rest of the time, you're screwed. That's true. By the time you have time off, here, you know, you're old. <laughs> and watching your and cholesterol. Then you get, and then you, yeah, well, well, there's that too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Suddenly, I'm watching my cholesterol. And that grand slam isn't looking so. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I've been feeling. save up for it. Yeah. I I did bring this up on the podcast a number of weeks ago. I, I for the first time ever, like I had routine blood work and my cholesterol was high and I had a complete freak out. Mm. And so I've been barely eating carbs and uh my lady friend has been really keeping tabs on the carbs that I eat. Um, a lot of them like to do that. They do. So basically, I'm starving all the time. Um, oh, okay. That's, <laughs> is, it, is the carbs the thing I, to shouldn't regulate? Shouldn't the carbs for? be okay? It's the bacon you should probably well, lay off of. Well, like for I had, um, and granted, our our listeners can Google this. I'm pro- Maybe I'm misinformed, but like my triglycerides were really high. Okay. But also, this was a week, like Thanksgiving happened, and I just went on this like eating bender my birthday was a week later i went to the texas grill had like double decker chicken fried steak there was some filiberto's uh carne asada burritos thrown in there there was a trip to jack the box so yeah my doctor was uh quite shocked by my cholesterol level it always amazes me like a thin guy such as yourself got high cholesterol triglycerides i go in and i don't know you know you can't see me but i'm not exactly thin and my blood pressure, my cholesterol, and all that stuff is always solid. Oh, huh. wow. Yeah. And then you see someone that's like the same age as me, like having strokes and stuff, and yeah. you know, high blood pressure. I'm like, geez. You know, Dom DeLuise, what was he, like 110 when he died? He's fine. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, also, every time I go to the doctor, like I get really anxious about the blood pressure thing, so mm-hmm. my blood pressure is always like super high, and then I have to like because be like, you're feeling anxious. Yeah, I'm like, oh yeah. hey, and then I'm like, oh wait, my anxiety is killing me. So <laughs> I kick it and do deep breathing while they're doing my blood pressure. Yeah, yeah, just because I want it to look good. Yeah, yeah, you gotta you gotta show off for them. Yeah, you know. yeah. Well, I, I the worst I, thing the worst thing you want is when they take your pulse or take your blood pressure, and you hear them under their breath go, oh my god. Yeah, I was years ago, and I my my grandfather dropped dead at like thirty five of a massive heart attack. So when I hit oh. thirty five, mm-hmm. I suddenly had all these, you know, I suddenly I was turning into you know hypochondriac and having all these pains, and went to my doctor, and he's like, "You're fine," 
And I go, no, but I'm having chest pains. So he did the EKG. He says, look, it's fine. I go, I know, I don't know. So he sent me to a specialist. Mm-hmm. He said, look, you're fine. I'm like, I don't know. So they sent me to the Arizona Health Heart Institute. Oh, did wow. everything, stress test, everything, you know, where they have an IV in me and put me on this treadmill going, you know, max out your heart to like 100% to see how long you can take it. And, mm-hmm. and, and all this stuff, like, you know, if you have a heart attack, this is a great place to have a heart attack. And I'm like, well, that's scary. And afterwards, I'm sitting down and there's a nurse and the nurse is looking at the monitor and she's like wow it seems to be take your heart rate it's taking your heart a long right to, a long time to slow down um, you might not be in the best shape i'm like are you kidding me look at me <laughs> i'm i'm like are you kidding i i'm standing here uncomfortable with my shirt off and uh, yeah you know you're like there's a reason i'm here there's a I'm considerably overweight, is what I'm saying. Yeah, I gotcha. What nursing school did you go to? <laughs> I hadn't been to the doctor for a really long time, and I got this idea, hey, I need to go in and just get, like, a, a general checkup. And I went in there, and the doctor was listening to my heart, and there was um, a student there that I approved to be there. They're like, oh, is it cool if this student hangs out? I'm like, oh, sure. And the doctor listens to, to my heart and then goes to the student, oh, you need to hear this. And the student's listening to my heart, and the doctor's like, hey, do you hear that? And the student's like, yes. And then it turned out that I had, like, a heart murmur, which is cool. Like, heart murmurs are very common. Like, I had a complete hypochondriac, like, meltdown like uh-huh. just envisioning myself splayed out on an operating room table because i need open heart surgery because that's my brain escalates things oh yeah yeah and i will say my dad he, he's a retired cardiologist i went to their house for dinner that evening i was in a very down mood and i felt it was like this huge burden that i had to like tell my parents like i had this huge this this huge terrible news to tell them and like i told my dad and he's like oh he's like that's nothing i'm like he wasn't worried at all which like Mm -hmm. it was it was comforting in a way but like i had been freaking out about that for hours he's like oh that's nothing everyone you know so many people have he didn't just like rush for a stethoscope to look well i did insist upon a full (laughs) cardiac (laughs) uh, need a whole workup yeah he uh he did listen to my heart made me do some things of like squeezing my hand like making fist and then he listened to my heart so uh he was like jeff uh yeah your your heart's fine but uh the worry not a good thing so yeah (laughs) might want to dial that back yeah might might want to chill out on that a bit (laughs) it is uh it is however a couple of sizes too small so try not to steal any large amounts of christmas presents but otherwise, he'll be fine. Okay. <laughs> Is that? A... I'm assuming he's Doctor Seuss, but yeah, I was thinking of the Grinch. Yeah, I oh. didn't know what the Grinch's uh, heart ailment was that made him. He had it was three sizes. Oh. two two or three sizes. Yeah, too it's the small. opposite of an enlarged heart. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and at the end of the book, too. it does grow several sizes, so yeah. he probably dropped dead. Yeah, probably like should that That's fast. why there's no Grinch, too, because he pretty yeah. much... It's like, oh, I'm so happy, and then he dropped dead. So, Well, at least he died happy. Yeah. yeah. And with a joyful heart prior to exploding. Yep. <laughs> so... Yeah. Hi, one yeah. th- one thing uh, that you should have in moderation, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, take it take it easy on the slow down on the pie. I have. Is anybody else though this kind of hypochondriac where like my elbow hurts? It's probably a heart attack. Some kind of bone problem, and my entire arm is uh, maybe the elbow is a bad. Like my side hurts. Probably my appendix has ruptured, and I have like forty five minutes to live. But if I go to the doctor, he'll confirm that and tell me. So I'm going to sit here for a little while and see if it gets better. Oh, I go straight to the doctor. Do you? Okay. Uh, I, yeah, I have a friend. We're the same age. He's got a wife, two kids. So I don't go to the doctor. I'm like, are you kidding? I go, and I get a blood work every six months. I just say, if I want, I want to know right at the, right at the start. Yeah. I yeah, want to no, be able to fight it off. 
That's why. Because it's always someone, you know, ah, I'm not going to the doctor. And then you go and you've got like stage four liver cancer that yeah. if yeah. you'd gone in a little sooner, you'd have been yeah. at like stage two. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they could have done something. Yeah. I don't I'm trying I, to think. There was some famous musician recently who uh, had that same thing where he was like afraid of doctors and he finally went to the doctor and he had something terrible. Oh, was it the guy man. who did? May have been the dude who did Werewolves of London. Oh, I could be completely I wrong. That guy's name. Yeah, that's it. Oh yeah, yeah. I think yeah. he was that way. So, but um, that would make sense because his. I remember him. I remember when he died. It was like sudden. Yeah, he was. And he wasn't that old. I mean, yeah, really. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I'm paranoid of having a heart attack, so I, I keep uh, an aspirin on the nightstand next to my bed. In case I wake up in the middle of the night having a, yeah, you're supposed to like chewing an aspirin. They say. Yeah, so, yeah, I've read that. Yeah, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not like self-medicating with aspirin because that can be bad, but yeah. I figure I should. If you, yeah. if you are having a heart attack, you you chew on the aspirin and it. Tastes, There's a bear commercial about it. It tastes so bad. You're like, I don't even mind this heart attack. Yeah. I just I need something to now. drink. Yeah. All right, we're rolling. This is the second half of the podcast. Welcome back, half. ladies and gentlemen. All the right. second half is when all the points are doubled. Okay, yeah. And, uh, yeah. And I don't know. I, I think there's another. Isn't there another thing that happens in Jeopardy? Oh, I, so, I yeah. don't know. I feel like I feel like every game show just boosts the points in the second round. Yeah, the stakes yeah. are higher. <laughs> um. So yeah, we were talking about. Stand-up comedy. We were talking about hypochondria. Uh, yeah. We were talking about punching kids. Um, yeah, yeah about, touched on pie. about hiding. Oh, uh, briefly from touched on pie. On yeah. pie. Yeah. So Rick, yeah. this is where you take out the the pie that that you that you were gonna bring, right? You're, is this where you? you oh yeah. This is the where pie. the yeah. This is hey guys. The great look pie at reveal. This pie. Boink. <laughs> yep. And then. Uh, as far as the listeners know, we're um, enjoying this delicious, delicious homemade apple pie. Yes. Uh, with, uh, with. Have you ever, guys ever seen apple pie with cheddar melted on top of it? Yeah, that's a travesty. Yeah, where's that? Where know. do they do that? Is that a southern thing? Is that a midwestern back thing? Back east thing? Yeah, I don't know. I saw it. I've on heard a, of it. I saw it on a billboard like 20 years ago, and I'm like, "Are we it, being pranked?" Or it might be good. I don't know. It might be. Yeah. I, it's hard to. It's hard to say. Yeah. I mean, hopefully, America has progressed to a point where that's no longer socially acceptable. Maybe it's Wisconsin. Yeah. 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 It Sorry, makes sense. Wisconsin. Yeah, Wisconsin is just like, let's put cheese on it. We got so much of this stuff. Let's <laughs> put, put it put on. on your pie. This is I, French silk. I went just. <laughs> Um, like two years before I got married, so this was way long time ago. I went to back How to Illinois. Uh, would have been ninety seven, maybe. Wow, you've married a long time. I haven't. Yeah, I got married in ninety eight. Wow. Yeah. Um. So I think uh, ninety six seems too early for this trip. So maybe it was ninety seven. Um went there and I was right like very northern Illinois where most of my family lives and we were like let's go to Wisconsin for the day so we went to Lake Geneva which is a beautiful beautiful place right but apparently it's not like cheese country the way you think you think oh. you're going to like cross the border and like the streets are made of cheese and houses are made of cheese and Cows or mayors and things like that. Milkmaids everywhere. Yeah, we did drive by one of the towns right over the border between between the border and and Lake Geneva. Did have right in the center of town a giant cow statue. Hmm. But I was like, I'm going to Wisconsin. I need some cheese to take home. And I went to like the grocery store and all these little shops, and I could not find any place that was like, Hey, you're in Wisconsin. Eat some cheese. So. Apparently, it's not a big tourist destination. Lake Geneva. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I've only I've only been briefly into Wisconsin, and it was to go to a bar. 
Oh, okay. When I was in Minnesota, and uh, I was hanging out, went up, met up with Jolene and them. Oh, okay. And yeah, went across to some small town and drank. They did have cheese curds. Okay. Fried cheese curds, and those are delicious. Yeah. But what are some other like food travesties that you've seen people do? Can you think of any other ones? I mean, anything involving cauliflower. Cauliflower on anything. Cauliflower is, is Or not people your using jam. cauliflower as a mashed potato substitute. Oh. What the oh. hell is that? Oh. <laughs> no, it's delicious. No, it's not. It's cauliflower. <laughs> Who does that? Yeah. You don't yeah. mash up broccoli. Yeah. It's like, here's this wonderful it's, piece of pizza where someone has put zucchini and cauliflower on. It's like unacceptable. Unacceptable. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, I had one and now it just slipped my mind um, I think I've told this story on the podcast before one of my kids asked me who was a very picky eater like um, if we had let him he probably would not have eaten anything but chicken nuggets until he was like 15 years old so very picky eater when he was maybe 11 he asked me like, is there any food that you don't like and I had to think about it for the longest time. And wow. It was very difficult. And I eventually came up with, I don't really care for horseradish. And then maybe two months later, we went to some steakhouse. And they had horseradish. And I'm like, I'm going to try it. And it was good. And I liked it. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'm afraid. I officially love everything. Yeah, I officially love everything. Well, I'm a totally picky eater. I'm not I'm not very big on um, not very big on like internal organs. No. Yeah, not not my thing. No, when I travel, I always check the the whatever language I'm traveling in mm-hmm. to find any mention of any sort of internal organ, kidneys, livers, tongue, yeah. brains. So, is there anything that you will like pick out of food are you that type of picky eater where you're like oh my god they put mushrooms on this like if the onions are too big Mm -hmm. you know i like i like the flavor of onions but i do not like the texture and same with and mushrooms it depends but i've always been like my mom would make a separate like she loved to do like the cabbage and hamburger and bow ties and you know noodles kind of thing and i hate cabbage she would make she would fry up a separate little pan uh-huh. Of hamburger and st- and whatever else, and put that in with the bow ties, so I wouldn't have to eat the cabbage. Eat the cabbage. I think no she one. ruined me doing that because you know Maybe most parents like just eat it, shut up. Yeah, shut up. And, and you eat you it. power yeah. through it, and you get you, you can at least tolerate it. Yeah, yeah. And then you find out like you, you, you develop you, taste for you it. You become later. an adult, and you're like, oh, this reminds me of when I was a kid, and yeah. then you like it. Yeah. I still eat like an eight year old, so it's just yeah, embarrassing. Everybody else is. You know, you go to someone's house, and out comes the food, and you're like, oh, no. Okay. I can't really eat this. Yeah, uh, here's, here's the real talk section of the show. This is what we've been building up yeah, to. Yeah. Um, so we established, or you established in the first half of the show, uh, something about to being a large-sized gentleman. And I'm also a relatively large-sized gentleman, but I've found that, you know, you see in the movies, like, the jokes of, like, the fat guy will eat anything. Uh-huh. I have found, more often than not, not universally, it's more of a tendency, but people who are bigger tend to be pickier eaters right. than thinner people. Right. Do we agree with that? Are we all? Yeah, my yeah? sister will eat anything vegetable-wise and stuff, uh-huh. and she was always thinner. Hmm, okay. Yeah, I don't. You know, I think I, I think it's more. Not only are you picky, mm-hmm. but you eat a lot of the wrong things. You're like, yeah, get anything. anything Wait, good I do like this, so yeah. let's just keep eating this. Yeah. And it turns out yeah. to be the worst thing possible. <laughs> I think. I think there's. Yeah, there's probably a lot of truth to that. A pizza? Yeah, just take the onions and the peppers off, and I'll eat the whole thing. Yeah, I am a very adventurous eater, but at the same time, I'm kind of picky about some yeah. things too yeah, certain like, things I really like and here's, then, yeah. here's the things that I, I'll, I'll eat this if that's what there is but if I'm, if I'm left to my own devices here's yeah. the, the crap I'm going <laughs> to be eating yeah I've got, this, got this, this long flight coming up and I'm like mm-hmm. oh that's sort of like right now I'm in the midst of 
trying to drop some weight because those uh, I, I still think they're making the well they are making the seats smaller than they used to be mm-hmm. uh, but even more so yeah and you know 14 hours on a plane is is, is brutal yeah, yeah last yeah. time I went with my girlfriend you just take the seat the, the armrest up in between you it's like wow this is a whole new world but you know a lot of, <laughs> a lot of strangers don't like that yeah you can't always <laughs> you can't always uh... excuse me sir um, I would like to share your seat. It's, I, uh, but yeah, just we're like strangers it, now. But in 14 hours, we're going to have melded. Into be the one best being. of friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My my brother has an onion thing too. Like that's really he's gotten a little bit better about it. But my mom would always. I come from an Italian family. My mom would always make like a separate pot, separate pasta sauce for him. Mm-hmm. And even now, my mm-hmm. mom will. Yeah, this is uh, confession, John. If you're uh, listening, uh, that's my brother. Uh, my mom will <laughs> put the onions like in a blender and try to make them really, really small and sneak them in. Oh, okay. Um, sometimes my... he still f- finds them though. He's like, yeah. "Is this an onion?" And he has a bit of a freak out. Wow, so like, settle down, dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. My mom always chopped everything up so fine. Uh-huh. So that it kind of cooked away into the sauce, so it still had the flavor and all of that. Oh, okay. And I do the same thing, too, when I cook. Uh, like, uh, my girlfriend's like, what are you doing? And I'm just like, I mean, this is going to, I'm practically grinding this onion up. Because I do like the flavor. Yeah. But I want it to cook away into the meat or the sauce or whatever I'm making. And then I'm totally cool I have a weird thing with raw onions that I don't like. I don't like them to be crunchy. I got a cousin who eats them like an apple. You put it. Oh, my God. put an animal. There's something wrong with that My dude. brother's dog, he has, he's always had big, big dogs. And one time an onion fell off the counter at my parents' house and the dog ate it. Like just wow. ate an entire onion. They were like looking and for it. And you just got to sit there and watch because yeah, you're like, I think he's going to eat the whole thing. Yeah, since I've been unemployed, I've been cooking a lot and like experimenting. And I, okay. uh, I tried making my own Tabasco style uh, red hot sauce the other day. Oh, fun! Um, it was fun, but uh, you know, one of the uh, byproducts of that was basically pepper spraying my entire oh. apartment. Oh, yeah. Um, I scored crying. Yeah, I scored a Vitamix at a thrift store um, a couple months ago, and yeah, I like put in the vinegar and the. The spices and these scotch bonnet peppers, and I put it on really high. And when I took the plastic top off, these fumes just filled my apartment. And like I was crying, and I, my nose was, yeah, yeah. Uh, It was a bad situation. So if you're making hot sauce out there, please uh, crack a few windows and uh, take precautions. (laughs) Give people who may be in that tiny one-bedroom apartment fair warning of what you're doing because they will not be happy with the fact that they've been inadvertently. (laughs) It's a hideous way to wake up. Yeah, it's like they're smoking hippies out or something. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Some tear gas. (laughs) Oh man. Yeah, I don't. I've never been pepper sprayed. But that's probably a good sign. Yeah, yeah. That, that means yeah. That a lot of guys who've been pepper sprayed are, you know, usually live someplace on a Google map where there's a little red dot on their house. Yeah. Most of those guys have been pepper sprayed. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, Google knows where they live, oh. as does everybody else in the neighborhood. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> they hand out flyers. Oh, oh. <laughs> that guy. Oh, yeah, oh. yeah. And suddenly there's a protest and yeah. people don't want you living in their neighborhood. Yeah. It's always interesting to find those details on the uh, on the internet of how many uh, people with various crimes uh, live near you. It's like, oh, yeah. that guy's two blocks away. Great. Oh, yeah, this yeah. dude's a predator. Or yeah. some guy just got caught peeing outside a bar at night and he's got some sort of sex crime on his record. Yeah. I've, I just peed. Yeah. 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 Not on anyone, not in front of anyone. I was behind a dumpster yeah. like a gentleman. Yeah, that that, yes. <laughs> that actually happened to me uh, in, in New York. Uh, I was with some friends, and uh, generally I'm not a public peer, but... It, it was so far to the subway it's like oh I'm gonna go pee like near this chain link fence and literally three you know like people can see through those they can <laughs> they do they do not provide a lot of coverage but uh basically an unmarked police van pulled up and oh, no. uh yeah. 
It was kind of a good cop, bad cop situation. One cop was very understanding. He's like, hey, you know, when you gotta go, you gotta go. And uh, that's my terrible uh, Brooklyn cop accent. Oh, okay. Um, but I just played like the dumb Arizona, like redneck card. We pee everywhere out here. Yeah. I know. It's like, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I just got that's here. Just water in the cactus, yeah. partner. I'm just, just spread the I was looking moisture. for a cactus. Yeah. But uh, I'm just like, oh, you know, I, I just got here from Phoenix, Arizona. I'm sorry for disrespecting your city. <laughs> and I went into this huge... I know nobody's ever beat on anything in New York City before. Yeah, it's... No. It's, <laughs> it's pristine. Yeah, it's yeah. very pristine. But uh, luckily, you know, they just run your license and I didn't have any warrants or anything. But I'm like going through my mind. I'm like, oh, shit, I'm going to be a sex offender. How That is just so wrong. That that's that's yeah. on the same level some dude in a seventies good time van and a mattress. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's pretty uh it's pretty weird. I read an article a few years ago. I don't think this is gonna come to pass, but they were starting to get worried because a lot of kids were getting getting busted for taking like naked pictures of their girlfriends and they're both sixteen or whatever, and some of them were having to register and it was this big offenders. worry that, like, if enough kids do this and enough kids get, like, the power, the reason for having this thing is going to go away because everybody's going to be like, oh, you must have had a, you must have had a girlfriend in high school. Yeah. Wink, wink. So, uh, or, or some guy who's, you know, who turns 18 and he's been seeing this girl since, you know, you know he's 18, she's 17 and a half. And, yeah. Uh, it's, man, they're taking pictures like crazy out there. I'm glad that stuff wasn't around when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. Not that I do it anyway. I don't do it now, but I'm afraid of anything showing up on the internet. Nope, nope, not googling that. Yeah. <laughs> not googling that. Yeah. Let me use your phone. <laughs> we'll look it up on that. Yeah. Well, you have a a pretty good horror story of having having something like that. I was always always worried about that, like especially. When I was teaching and I first oh, yeah. had Twitter, I'm like, I'm not going to swear in these. And I remember one day I'm like, it's really going to kill this joke if I don't say damn at least yeah. or something. And I finally like talked myself into it and then nothing bad happened. And so I'm like, oh, this is great. I'm just going to go go crazy. I had but, one day when I, I had a blast. I was at a high school uh, and the, the class was great. We we're having a good time. I was running material. Yeah. And kids were tweeting about me mm. and oh my god the sub in spanish day is awesome he's hilarious you're gonna love him <laughs> i'm like oh well those are good tweets but they didn't put my name in it so that's cool but i guess now i mean you know there's a well one of our friends on facebook he posted you know you, mm -hmm. there's a search you can do to where if you know and uh -huh. he started posting all these tweets where kids are tweeting me with, oh my god mr so-and-so is ruining my life and you know, <laughs> this paper's killing me you know and that kind of stuff you can deal with but yeah you know it's it's a it's a scary thing i mean as a teacher i mean even now i still my facebook is set to you know so private you actually i'm mm -hmm. i'm not just, i'm not sharing anything with anyone but i do but I still send out tweets and stuff every now and then, but I'm not actually yeah. full-time in a classroom anymore, so I don't worry about that so much. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a weird... It's, it's a like weird the 1800s thing. again. Yeah, yeah. And especially... Because, I, I mean, I know we both worked for the same district at one point, and it's like the most conservative in the that I know of. That right. Yeah, yeah. Very weird about a lot of things that... I was I was worried like well, I know this is no big deal and nobody would care if I was like one town over, right? No big deal. We went to um, we went to one of our friends' daughter was in a high school play, and we went to it. And I really wish I could remember the name of the play, but it was about these two friends who were like working in this college, and the, a rumor started that they were gay. And this whole big controversy, and one of them lost her job, and then it comes out in the play that, well, actually, I am gay. I'm like, I could never, that would never get produced in the district that I was no. in. Like, never, never, never. No, that's a very enlightened district. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, compared, and you know, especially in Arizona. It's, yeah. 
there is a freeway separating the two <laughs> districts. So, yeah, there's it's 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 a, amazing like the the differences. So, yeah, it's I, a. I mean, I still. I've never been the kind of person, even before I went into teaching, that would be like, I think it sounds like a good idea to have show a picture of me yeah. drinking. Like, oh, what well, kind of accomplishment is like, I ordered a specific type of drink. I must be a cool person. I remember when I, you know, when, when I was early on teaching, this was probably about, I mean, not too early on, probably about 2004, mm. you know, still like MySpace days. Oh, yeah. And, and students would post stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, they're out drinking at a party and partying it up. I remember one of the guys I taught with, he goes, it's like they think it's their own private internet. They yeah. they, they don't realize that someone in Dubai is checking out their pics. Yeah. And if someone in Dubai is checking out their pics, why the hell isn't mom checking out your pics? <laughs> um, you know, and they're up there just partying up. They're like 15 years old, just pounding beers. And it's like, you know, I mean, you got to let someone know, hey, uh... Might want to check out your son's MySpace page. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Yeah. So, I mean, Rick, as as a father, do you monitor your children's uh, social media presence? Um. Yeah. 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 I do. Yeah. Have you had to like cl- uh, have any sort of like talks about yeah. things or how one should present uh, oneself? Yeah. We we well, the big thing with uh, with um, and my other son, he's he's out on his own, and I don't have as much as much say. He's on a him, free agent. Yeah, he's, How he old is he? he wants. He's twenty. Okay. Um, but the other one is uh, sixteen, almost seventeen, and uh, for him, for him, like the the problem was more with like memes. Right. Like, oh, don't post that one. <laughs> oh, I think yeah. there. It's just it's a it's a strange new world because they've grown. So many of them have grown up with it. That they don't see anything wrong with some of the stuff they post. It's like, well, yeah. that's just normal. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like when we went to school, like when I had to do a research paper, if I wanted to cheat, I had to actually go find the book, mm-hmm. take the segment I wanted to cheat, borrow, quotation oh, marks, yeah, yeah. and paraphrase it and put it into a paper. And I actually learned something, but kids now just do the whole cut, paste, and put it right in their paper. And they don't even think to change it up at all. They don't. Or even change and they present, the font. They don't change the font. I had kids turn in, in papers with the URL address at the oh, bottom. <laughs> and I pull them up. I go, dude, did you, where did you get this? I wrote it. We had... No, uh, no, you didn't write that. We had... <laughs> yeah, we had this, uh, this project that we would do with seniors um, where they would write these little short little mini essays about themselves mm-hmm. and they put it all together in one package. And right. then there was like a research element where they would... They would research a career and, and this whole thing about themselves. We had one kid who didn't do it and didn't do it, and he wasn't going to graduate unless he did this paper. So he showed up one day with this folder, um, and you were supposed to like write, like write your career goals or something like that, or write your, these goals. Right? You're supposed to write about your goals. And so all these personal statements that he had, one of them talked about how it was like a, like a cover letter for a job application. Right. And he was saying how he had been in the Marines for four years. <laughs> like, I had a co-teacher at the time. Did you too. do it like on summer break? Did this? Does this sound right to you? <laughs> I, I love it because I because you do that Google thing and you know it pulls uh, up whatever book or article it came from, and I pull the student aside and I go, um, "Is this yours?" Yeah, I wrote it. <laughs> and I pull the paper out. I pull the article out, and I'm like, "Let's just." You read while I read. Yeah. <laughs> and so you're saying that, so you're saying you wrote this all on your own. And I love it when they just won't let go. They're just, they're double down, triple down. Wow. So, yeah. Let's yeah. go on they're, they're, they're definitely, yeah, they definitely will dig in and they are the worst liars. Oh, it's but amazing. It's amazing when they don't even change the font. I know. And you can tell it's like, it's in one font and then it's another font and it's different, completely different. Or like when they copy off each other and they yeah. copy misspellings and yeah. grammar mistakes. <laughs> and he, I used to pull him aside. I learned this from my, one of my mentor teachers. He would put a zero on both one, both papers, and then write, 
uh, should should you get the zero or should so and so get the zero? Oh. And then you give it to them both, and have them both come up to you in front, of, and it's just beautiful as they both stand up. Oh my going, god! Uh, no, we just did this independently. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was parallel thoughts. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> we I, we may be twins. I get. I, I don't know. One time I gave them I gave them each half points. Oh, okay. It had to be really did, good. Here's here's half for you. And yeah, it's half like for you, you got your name right. You on still it. Here's you still half failed. So. Yeah, I just yeah. it's amazing that the best are when the parents will defend them. And I've had I've had parents just like, no, he did that. He did the work himself. I'm like, the article's right here. Oh well, I don't know how that happened, but he did this. Oh, work. Okay. Well, I know how it happened. Well, apparently your child is George Will. <laughs> yes, <laughs> your child is a genius. Yeah, which I mean, I think that that's definitely more of a modern parenting thing that's probably more common than we were kids. Like I feel like when we were kids, a parent would just like. You're like, yeah, my kid cheated. I'm gonna go beat them. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, oh. yeah, the way it's supposed to be done. Yeah, yeah. Of course, punching kids. Yes, open-handed, <laughs> open-handed. Yes, just do it open-handed. It's okay. Yeah, no, no. There's, I've had so many parents that just tell me, I will defend my child, right or wrong. I'm like, you know, that's not really helping. No, this, yeah, it's really not. That's not doing him any good. Yeah, that does not help out humanity in any way. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had one mom who used to come in all the time and defend this kid, and mm-hmm. and she would do everything for him, and every and it was just ridiculous. And the son and the dad would just that they're looking whipped as she just dominated this whole conversation. And then she had one of our last meetings. Ah, I can't wait until he turns eighteen and he goes to college. He's on his own. I'm like, man, you've totally hum- hamstrung this kid. Yeah, yeah, this kid is totally handicapped when he gets to college, and you can't say anything. You know, you go to a professor. Well, why didn't they're like? Oh, sorry, I can't. Here's it's your son. I've got to deal with. You can't. Uh, goodbye. Yeah, I'm like, well, the check cleared. So, yeah. <laughs> yep, your part here is done. Yeah, your kid is screwed. Yeah, and like when I was a kid, I was a horrible student, but um, I I wouldn't really do cheating things. Like I think one time I I used the Cliff's notes. Right for like a report about Huckleberry Finn, but oh, okay, yeah, you know, I had seen so many uh, film or or TV adaptations. I'm yeah. like, I know this story. Yeah, I know yeah. it. He's but, a uh, little blue dog, and he. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, isn't it the Huck? Oh, it's not the Hound. Ah, oh, oh, damn it! Uh, damn it! <laughs> that would be an amazing yeah, paper I, to read. Though. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I'm sure. The, I wonder if Cliff's notes still exist. They have to still exist. They do. Right? They but there's do, better yeah. ways to like Spark Notes are the big ones. Spark Notes Spark is an notes. online one, yeah. Because I think Cliff that Notes one they use all the time. They get caught yeah. with, yeah. Okay, so we are not advocating the use of either. Uh, no, <laughs> either at least learn how to paraphrase. And, and definitely don't use them to write your lesson plans about <laughs> novels. That would be highly <laughs> oh, unethical. Okay. <laughs> I used to have a. I, there was a guy that I taught with across the hall, and he would put up his. He would you know put up his notes or whatever. And he wouldn't even bother. He'd have the URL address at the bottom of his notes and then have the nerve to tell the kids that they needed to do research and make do their own work until I love it. One of the kids goes, yeah, Mr. So-and-so, um, where'd you get yours? Did you write these? And the kids knew. They just pulled up the... They would pull up the... Um, the URL and they print up their own notes so they didn't even have to take notes in class and they would pull up all the all of his quizzes and all that stuff ahead of time and ah uh, that's uh, I'm like yeah you, you sir look they're not idiots <laughs> yeah I no. mean some of them are let's not be yeah but yeah. most of them are <laughs> we don't want to generalize yeah no. they're not all idiots but most of them can figure it out <laughs> they, yeah they, no. you know, they got this far and some of these classes were honors classes too these kids will They've been cheating for a while themselves. Yeah, oh. yeah. <laughs> it's um, definitely it comes down to working the system sometimes. Yeah, yeah. But and sometimes uh, I was trying to tie it all back to pies. Sometimes you there's eat, no cheating in making uh, a good pie. No, right? They, yeah. There's nothing true. wrong with taking a recipe off the internet and using it. Yes. But you should give credit for it. Yeah, give yeah. credit to Martha Stewart. This is yeah. her crust. This is yeah. why it came out so good. I yeah, found this. Yeah. I was yeah, I was watching the Food Network and I saw this. <laughs> Write some some citations on the bottom of the top. That's of right. The put pie some pan. footnotes. Yes, footnotes. <laughs> yeah. And on that note, uh, 
We have reached the end of uh, of the podcast. Uh, we uh, did you say podcast or piecast? Same. Thing. I don't know. Okay. Same thing. This is our new piecast. Yes. About Pi Virginia. T- t- tune in next week when we discuss. Um, oh fuck! <laughs> we discuss. Uh, Wait, we can swear. Yeah. yeah. Damn it! I've been holding back this whole time. You can let it out when you plug whatever fucking yeah. thing you want. Yeah, a goddamn yeah. plug. We're gonna we're gonna bleep over them all with dolphin noises. Yeah. Oh, so good. Knock yourself out. Yeah. yeah perfect. Exactly. I say that every time, and I don't think still we've hasn't ever, happened. We've ever actually you really should now. with a yeah. dolphin. As the uh, just put it up on your phone. Yeah. yeah. And censor yourself. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A little soundboard. <laughs> Oh, that's not a bad idea. Yes. Not a bad idea. So, uh, Greg, where can people learn more about you or and or uh, what uh, what appearances or projects do you have coming up? Uh, let's see. Uh, you can find me at gregfreiler.com. Oh. Uh, my calendar's up there and kind of things that are going on there. Uh, and links to like my Instagram, my Twitter are there as well. My Twitter is just at Greg Freiler. Uh, Instagram, I'm not Solid. sure what it is. I think it's Gregory Freiler. I got fancy. Oh. Um, let's see. What do I have? Come. I've got the tour, the overseas tour, going to perform for the troops. I leave February 21st, and that goes through March 10th. It's gonna be fun. Got a really good lineup. Couple, oh, yeah, yeah. couple of my local uh, comic friends, Jolene Lunzer and Chell Hernandez, which you know them. They are yeah. awesome yeah. people. Yeah, and then we have I've got Al Jackson, who is actually a former teacher as well, uh, yeah. but he's actually got credits and stuff, been on TV and and whatnot. And then we got Michael Malone. Um, so the five of us, Comedy Force Five, are heading overseas. Kosovo, Germany, Belgium, Netherlands, Italy, and Spain. And then uh, as far as what I have coming up next, I was looking on my calendar. Uh, let's see. I'll be at the House of Comedy, uh, and, which is at High Street near Desert Ridge Mall. And I will be there March 24. Uh, there's March. March 23rd through the 27th. March 23rd, uh, which is a Wednesday night, I'll be headlining that night. And the rest of the weekend, I'll be hosting those shows. Oh, so, awesome. Yeah. Awesome. And then I'll have more stuff coming up. But you can, yeah, if you go to gregfreiler.com, you can check out my calendar and hopefully I'll see some of you guys out. And if you hit me up, a lot of times I have passes. Okay, awesome. Yeah, that sounds fun. So, that yeah. sounds fun. Cool. I do like sneaking into things for free. Free is good. Yeah. And it's a beautiful, the House of Comedy is a beautiful venue. It really is. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Uh, Rick, what do you have going on? Let's see. Um, I'm still on Twitter at rlarson4. Um, and uh, Instagram, if you want to see pictures of my children, at uh, rlarson4. Um, oh, also, pictures of my children and... Uh, signs that are misspelled. That's probably about eighty percent of my uh, of my Instagram feed. Um, we are taking this show uh, kind of on the road. We're going to be doing a live appearance as the monologist for the Torch Theater's uh, um, neighborhood show, where we tell some stories and then they improvise scenes. So it's much like this except uh, a lot less of us. So that sounds pretty exciting. <laughs> nice. And uh, Jeff, anything to add? Anything you have coming up? Um, follow me on Twitter at jcardello. Um, I need to start posting tweets again. I do like to do that. Um, check me out as an extra uh, in the local Harley Davidson television commercial. Um, I'll be the gentleman... At oh, the nice. very end, with a headset, looking like a uh, assistant director. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm on board. Yeah. yeah. Outside of that, um, that's all I got to plug. Yeah, just a side thing. If you want to follow our tour overseas, uh, I'll be posting daily on Instagram. And it's oh, cool. Just, oh, cool. Cool. Yeah, it's yeah. Gregory Freiler. 
um, on Instagram. We, we, so. we fact-checked something, so that usually doesn't happen. Yeah, well, I, um, had to, I just don't want to send out the wrong thing. No, I hear you. There could be another yeah. Greg Freiler out there getting all my yeah. credit. Yeah. We do have, um, coming up on the 11th, also at the Torch Theater, is the Third Wheel Show, where um, real live improviser couples... Um, choose a third person to join them on stage. So I'll be doing that with my wife. And Jeff, you're on the bill as well with, uh, with your lady friend. Yeah, so come out if you want to do improv with us. Yeah. And that's all. Nice. Don't get any wrong ideas. Yeah, that's as far as we are that's taking That's as far it. as we're going to go. Wink. We'll, that's all we're going to yes and. It'll be a night of self-discovery. Yes. Oh. <laughs> nice. And... On that note, yes, I think we'll uh, let you guys go get back to your lives. And, uh, once again, thanks and enjoy the rest of your internet. Thank you very much.